Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to a new episode of The Playlist Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Barfield, Managing Editor of The Playlist. And joining me for this discussion is none other than Rodrigo Perez, Editor-in-Chief of The Playlist. Are you ready to piss off some fanboys? <laughs> uh, sure, not my intention, but possibly sure. Just talking about this is going to piss off people. It's just, I don't know, if we'll, we'll get to it in a second, but Twitter is, uh, Twitter is unhappy with the news that we're about to discuss. I will say that like, I mean, I have like a pretty negligent Twitter account. Although if you're listening, you can follow it. <laughs> Your only hope, which is a YR only hope. Uh, and I went kind of viral today and I have something that's like like 21,000 likes or something what? like that. Look at you, Mr. Popular. Really insane. And I said, speaking of Twitter, oh no, oh my God, it's almost 30,000 likes now. And this is what I said. If I And this is probably a good place to start this discussion, not just plug myself on Twitter. Um, if I were Henry Cavill right now, I'd be so angry, so embarrassed, and probably firing my manager and agency right now. This could damage the dude's career. He just dropped The Witcher 2. Would he have done that if he knew Superman wasn't coming? That's true. So, and uh, we will we will definitely discuss those questions. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of responses to and 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 likes to that. Like uh, people, pretty uh, I guess in agreement with that sentiment that yeah yeah i i would and i was being very genuine and very i mean if i were him i'd be uh angry or furious and upset probably you know yeah so let's let's go back and before we, we get into it uh i want to preface this by saying uh that we're going to go back in time real quick to almost eight months ago to the day when me and you got together to talk about huge news after the merger of warner brothers and discovery where david zasloff the ceo said that he wanted to streamline the DCU and make it one universe a la the MCU. Since then, Zasloff hasn't done anything controversial and the DC film universe is zero drama, right? Uh, no, incorrect. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> there's, there's a thing called Batgirl that happened in the summer. Oh my God. It, is, it, it has been an eventful eight months for, for Warner Brothers Discovery just in general. But when you look at, when you when you nail down to the DCU and DC Studios now, it's it's been crazy. So for this discussion, we're going to talk about the most recent drama, which uh, Rodrigo alluded to, which is uh, the sweeping changes James Gunn and Peter Safran, the new C co CEOs of DC Studios, have have already unveiled. Um, these guys haven't even been in their positions for two months yet, and they've already made major waves and upset quite a few fans of the old DC EU. Um, but before we get to that, I want to talk about uh, the Playlist Podcast. It's part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes the fourth wall, Deep Focus, the Discourse, Bingeworthy, and more. And if Mike is listening, Mike D'Angelo, I am going to mention Yellow Stoners. He always gets mad when I leave that one off. Um, and if you want to find us, you can check your podcast app of choice, whether that's Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, anywhere else you find your favorite shows. Okay, 
So uh, I guess the best way to start this is to give a little context. Um, so last night, uh, as of this recording last night, could be a couple days, uh, it was revealed that James Gunn's first major project as co-CEO of DC Studios is to write a script for a new Superman film. On paper, that sounds great. Uh, last time we talked, me and you, we both agreed that Superman and Henry Cavill were kind of the keys to the new direction of the DCU. Um, well, but there's a little bit of a caveat to the news. Gunn is writing a Superman story, but he's focusing on the early days of the character as he begins his career as a cub reporter for the Daily Planet and meets Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen and all that. It's like real classic Superman stuff. It's a great idea for a story, but because it's a different era for the character, Henry Cavill is no longer involved. Um, this comes just two months after it was revealed that Henry Cavill is going to return as Superman. Um, he, he did multiple interviews, even, um, I don't know if you heard this Rodrigo, but another podcast, happy, sad, confused did like a whole sit down in front of a live audience oh, where I they absolutely heard that. Yeah. Oh my God. They were like loving Henry, it. Henry Cavill essentially went on a, I mean, and let's, and, and it was around the time Enola Holmes came out the sequel well, that's why he yes, was but it's more yes but it was more i mean it was two-pronged it was more about he was a he just did his cameo in black adams yep. and he was he didn't jump the gun he was sanctioned by warner brothers and at that time that is uh michael deluca and pam abdi and they said yep. yes you announce on uh instagram that you are superman again and he does that and then he goes on a small publicity tour, I suppose, one a publicity tour that's that's tangentially uh, anchored to Enola Holmes too. But it's really basically geared off of like the fact that he appeared, he just appeared in Black Adams, the the post credit scene, and that's everywhere. And now he's basically, you know, he's teasing that, but everyone really wants to talk about Superman, and he knows that, and that he's back. And so two months ago, he says like, "Hey, he announces to the world that he's back." And but then like a week after or even days after that announcement, it is announced that James Gunn and his uh, longtime uh, producing partner or uh, and a producing partner of of uh, many uh, DC films and James Wan uh, uh, Warner Brothers films. The two of them are, are going to be co-running DC Studios. So that's a bit of like, wow, two big news. Yeah. Um, but it turns out two months later, as James Gunn puts his plans together. You know, Henry Cavill is, like I said earlier, angry and embarrassed and no longer Superman. And yeah. So so just to to add context to that, even this came after a couple days where everybody was kind of freaking out because it was announced that Patty Jenkins turned in her treatment for Wonder Woman three and was like told no thanks. Uh, thanks, but no thanks. Basically, she was like, is there anything I can do, apparently? And they said, nope, sorry, it just doesn't match the direction we're going in. And right. then that was basically just a few short days before this James yeah. Gunn announcement. And that was the first big salvo in the James Gunn and Peter Saffron are potentially radically changing the DCU. Yep. And that and was the very first we'd heard some rumbles, but that was the very first of it all. Yeah. And, and before that, um, James Gunn, because he is very, uh, very tied into Twitter. He answers fan questions a lot. And people have been asking him, you know, what's going on? When are you going to announce stuff? And he was like, just be patient. We've got like, we're working on it. We're working on it. Reports were coming out that they were working on a quote unquote Bible for the new DCU, which is kind of a show running term for kind of the rules of the universe and, and what characters they want to start with. And everybody was expecting, you know, what are they going to do? Then it was announced 
Wonder Woman 3 is getting radically overhauled and Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins may not be involved, but that wasn't confirmed. Then it was in that same report, there was rumors about Jason Momoa, maybe not continuing on with Aquaman after this, uh, after the upcoming sequel next year. And then the big news, which is, as we've been talking about, Henry Cavill is no longer going to play Superman. So this, when you tie all this together, it seems as if uh, there's, if not a full on reboot, a pretty, pretty soft reboot, I guess, of the DCU is definitely going to happen. So you you had mentioned this. The the real loser in all this has to be Henry Cavill because this is a man who just after he announced that he was going to be Superman again, it was revealed that he was leaving The Witcher after the upcoming season that he had just filmed and that Liam Hemsworth was going to take over in the lead role. People are already pissed, but they're like, well, you know, he can't do Superman in The Witcher same time. So, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. And, and to be totally <laughs> fair and to like, you know, maybe like just, tut tut my own tweet a little bit he, he might have been leaving regardless there had been lots right. of um there had been lots of talk about that and he had even kind of suggested it himself um in some interviews that he was not it's not just rumor stuff that he was not ne necessarily totally on board with the witcher storytelling so he might have been leaving the witcher regardless but certainly the timing like days after uh you know he appears in um black adams and announces that he's back it's pretty like you know, it seems like they're laying the groundwork for like a Man of Steel 2, which is definitely what was in the cards or seemingly in the cards for the next, you know, direction of where things would go. And then it sort of hit a, well, James Gunn has to make his, his and, and Peter Safran have to make their decisions first. But yeah, sure, that's probably on the table. But then, as we know, like it sort of changed and everything kind of went sideways. Well, the the fans, uh, I call them just the fans, but we're talking basically the people who love Man of Steel, the Snyderverse people. Um, when James Gunn was first announced, they said, you know, there was a, a a tweet that went around where people who were like saying, I think one guy said James Gunn does not like Henry Cavill. And <laughs> somebody tagged James Gunn in that and said, care to comment. And he said, false. Uh, I, you know, something to the effect of, yeah, that's totally untrue. And people are like, okay, cool. And then he started sharing Superman pictures and people are like, oh shit, okay. And then this comes out and now people are like, oh, you lied to us. Hashtag fire James Gunn. And it, it's getting kind of volatile <laughs> already. And they haven't even- I would, Yes, though I would just, just to be fair to everybody, I would say there's probably like three types of fans. The Snyderverse fans that are like their own kind of thing, right? Yeah. Then there's like the DC hardcore fans that love DC. And then there's kind of like maybe people like us who, I mean, will like these movies if they're good. Right. Like, you know, or, but if they're not, so what? Like life goes on kind of thing. Right. And, and, and really the news is kind of, you can, you can split the reaction among those three people. There are quite a few people that probably aren't even tuned in who don't even care. Um, just as long as they get a new Superman movie, which I think is that latter category. You have the DC fans, the like hardcore comic book fans who are just excited about perhaps some coherent storytelling. And then you have the Snyderverse people who this was kind of the final nail in the coffin of their restore the Snyderverse campaign. Yeah, this this is really bad for them. If they if they really have, you know, I mean, we still don't know for sure if it's full on reboot. But right now, if if it is, it's full. It's definitely a, a wholesale rejection of the Snyderverse. And right now, if you're getting rid of Cavill and you just dumped Patty Jenkins and there was already some, you know, Gal Gadot on Twitter being like, 
maybe goodbye kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's all kind of pointing to like that era going away and them either rebooting fu fully or, or doing some sort of like soft reboot with where, and you know, a lot of people are speculating that, you know, Gunn keeps a lot of the elements that he's introduced to the DCU, like right. um, Peacemaker and Suicide Squad. So, so let's let's uh, talk about a few of those of those things specifically. First, I want to know just overall after kind of hearing all this, knowing kind of what this is all pointing to. What are your thoughts? Is this the right move for the DCU? It's really hard to say because, on one hand, yes, they kind of need this, right? But on the other hand. I mean, they do need like, do I like James Gunn? Do I like him the head of this? And do I like the idea of him starting over? Yeah, in many ways, I really do. I like James Gunn and um, his uh, Suicide Squad, the 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 Suicide Squad film he did is probably easily the best DCU film there is. And I wasn't a huge Peacemaker fan, but I'll, I'll you know I will I will give him that Suicide Squad. I think was great and kind of did everything that it needed to do, even if it didn't make money. Um, and I would also say that that's probably one of the reasons why he got this job, even though if it didn't make money, I said it, I think it shows a lot that Suicide Squad, you know, people say that it bombed. Okay, well, it bombed, but they also gave him the job of leading DC. They liked yeah. it so much, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. That sort of says a lot to me. Um, so on one hand, yes. And on the other hand, it just feels like so much more chaos for this universe, which has you know, just experienced almost nothing but uh, but uh, like chaos and disarray from the very beginning, or at least from the moment, uh, uh, and I hate to call him out, but from the moment Zack Snyder decided to uh, like fast forward to something called Batman and Superman, which was their Batman versus Superman, which became their kind of like their Avengers Civil War or whatever. Like it, it just seemed like mm -hmm. the fast forward too fast. And you know, I was just thinking about this that like, you know, Man of Steel and it's the first film in this new universe. It sends it sets it, it ends with this pretty big thing that should be explored. Superman kills for the first time. Yeah. And he fucking heartbroken by it. It wrenches him. It's like it's like this moral, horrible existential dilemma that he's done. And he's got to grapple with that. He's got to deal with this going forward. This is going to be a really interesting thing for this character going forward. And while a lot of people hate it because Superman doesn't kill and blah, 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 which I totally reject. I have no interest in like, this is what happens in the comic. It's a movie and you're supposed to challenge your characters. And you're supposed to always give them like huge kind of existential moral dilemmas anyhow, right? So I, I in theory, I love the idea. But then they do nothing with it. They don't do a Man of Steel 2. They don't address that really. And they just move on to the next thing, which to me kind of was like Snyder going, you know what would be cool? And it's like it's like yeah. James Cameron putting the S at the end of Aliens, but instead of like Superman's already on the board and then he writes Batman versus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's about, as, it felt about as, and the movie felt to me about as depthful as that, you know? Yeah. Not, not very great. And so- since then, since essentially the, its inception, I mean, they did Justice League not long after. They've just kind of rushed towards being behind rather than, you know, building up a a great universe. And so that's a long answer of, of that side of it is like, it just feels like just more chaos. And yeah. while it's a good thing that they're rebooting, it's it's going to really, really test fans even more. Um, it's going to like it's going to test everybody's patience. And if they're doing a massive reboot, 
Um, are fans going to show up for four more films? If you're wiping out all these characters, are you expecting fans to show up to Shazam 2, The Flash in the summer, Blue Beetle in the, in the late summer, and then Aquaman 2 in December? That feels like a bit of a, like, if none of these people are continuing, and again, we don't know that for sure, although it does right. feel like that. But if none of these things are continuing, isn't it a bit of a like a hard ask in a in a modern culture that's been trained to like watch movies, especially blockbusters, to know that this is one chapter and the next chapter and the next chapter and the ongoing chapter? Like it feels like a bit of like I would not be surprised if all if if that is the case and if they do reveal it, which I think maybe they won't because they don't want to. De- it's like depressing the vote, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like Bernie's not going to be your your your. Uh, 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 candidate so like you depress the vote kind of thing like you don't want to tell people like yeah jason momoa is not going to be aquaman anymore but hey aquaman 2's in theaters you know <laughs> so like i would not be surprised if they i mean who knows because uh, everything's so crazy right now that i think anything's possible but like you would think they don't want to tell people this yet so you know so I mean? he, here's here's how i will combat what you just said sure, um sure. two words david zasloff this guy does not give a shit um that isn't to say he doesn't give a shit about anything it just means that the common sense stuff that we would think about like how this is going to affect fans how this might affect the previous films he doesn't care about any of that this is the guy who axed batgirl when it was 90 percent complete or whatever just to save a buck this is a guy who will throw westworld on a free streaming service just to make an extra dollar this is a guy who hired james gunn and peter safford and has them direct directly um, reporting to him. They're skipping everybody else and reporting directly to him. And if they come to him and they say, look, these movies you have coming out, we can still make a little bit of money, but we're not going to continue this story because we think long-term in five years, nobody will care. And we can just start fresh. I think that to him might be music to his ears. So I, I mean, I think you make some great points here. I, I I guess I would also just jump in quickly and just say, I think that they're probably still having some of these conversations with Abdi and DeLuca, but you're right. I think ultimately they do report to um, uh, Zaslav, so they may not have to actually, um, final decisions may be his and not yeah. DeLuca and Abdi. And, and when you're dealing with a guy who's so driven by numbers and not necessarily the creative side of things, that's an easy sell if you promise that this is going to work. And and he hired these people. He hired two guys, not just one, not just James Gunn, but Peter Safran, who's an experienced producer and experienced with building out franchises. These are the two guys that he hired to to steer the ship. And I think he's he's going to acquiesce to them. And and as he should, you don't hire people just like he came in and wrecked shop and cleaned house. You just you hire people to do that. And and that's what he did. Here's what I'll say about what Snyder did. Um, I've I'm on record a million times on this podcast saying I do not like Zack Snyder's films um, outside of maybe Dawn of the Dead. Um, that said, Man of Steel uh, had promise. There are a couple issues I had with it. But when you go to your sequel and you sideline Superman, you then kill him at the very end. You start Batman as if he's been Batman for 20 years. You kill off Robin. All you're doing are is just cutting off potential story threads. And you can't really build an MCU level franchise if your second movie is just, you know, writing in dead ends. You have to have 
sort of these, these potential spinoff stories. And none of those existed. And what you were left with were people just saying like, well, what do we do? You know, <laughs> and, and justice league was a mess. So we're not going to relitigate that, but I think they wrote themselves in a corner too quickly and it never really caught on with fans. And since then they've had just chaos. And I think Zaslov comes in and he just adds so much more chaos because as I said, he's willing to make the, the choices that aren't fan friendly and he's willing to do things that are going to upset people. And that's where we are now. Um, so I want to, I, I personally think a full reboot is the way to go. I think it's the only way to go. I think, unfortunately, it does mean that there are some casualties like Gal Gadot, uh, Jason Momoa. Um, I would, I would throw in uh, uh, Margot, Margot Robbie. Not confirmed, but yes. I'm just saying that if you do a full reboot, right, those right. people, those people are no longer part of it, um, and and that sucks. But you know, that although it, although you also do have a Flash movie coming up in the summer that right. uses the multiverse. And that stuff is so spaghetti string nonsense. You can make it do whatever you want. Right. right? And, and so, so if I want to have, if I want to ditch three characters and keep two characters from the same universe, I can make that make sense in the multiverse. Cause none of that stuff is, you know, you can do whatever the hell you want. Here's, here's what I'll say to that is much like Z David Zasloff has, uh, has upset people quite a bit. Um, and, and not just fans, but, you know, probably some filmmakers in the process. Um, I think that when you publicly humiliate Henry Cavill and you publicly humiliate Patty Jenkins, um, that's going to make people like Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa think twice. Um, Absolutely. I mean, everybody's probably thinking twice about DC now as it is. The other thing is James Gunn, man, he's going to really learn that like being an, an exec and being a, a, a director, you're going to get treated differently in this industry. Yeah. As a director, he was probably very well loved. Now it's things are going to change for him. For sure. He's going to have to co-sign a lot of, of things as a executive that he's going to then have to reckon with while on set. Um, he, because he's trying to straddle the line too, right? It, it, Kevin Feige, love him or hate him. He's a producer first. Um, he's not writing scripts. He's not directing films. He, he pays people to do that. James Gunn wants to both be the guy who steers the ship and also who is, uh, painting the ship, I guess. Like he's, he's trying to do so much extra that it's, it's going to be difficult. I think, um, yeah, I think he's going to definitely experience some personal growing pains that he may one day talk about because, right. and, and uh, I think it'll be kind of interesting. So I, I want to ask you uh, two questions here. Do you think any of this will survive? Um, like a, if they do, instead of a full reboot, like a soft reboot, and are there any things you want to see survive? What I would like to see survive. Um, I suppose like I, on some levels, I'm, it's funny. I like, I was told a lot of this stuff weeks ago. It was all rumored before it, it actually became truth. And I believe not a lick of it <laughs> because, <laughs> because, and, 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 you know, I could have, uh, you know, we could have done it right, wrote stories on it or talked about it on the podcast or whatever. But like, I was like, there's no way they're doing that. Henry, Henry Cavill just announced he's Superman to the world. They're going to go back on that two months later. No fucking way. And, and uh, Gal Gadot's like, you know, kind of become a big star now, even though she's not necessarily the greatest actress in the world. I think she's very good in the Wonder Woman role. I think she's perfect for it. And there's, there's no way they're doing that. No way. And then of course it all happens. So like, I'm just a, a bit, now I'm like, 
anything's possible, I think. Right. So, but, but like, what do I want for them to keep? Um, I guess I'm okay with them rebooting mostly everything because I'm not a huge fan of the Snyder casting or anything. I thought Cavill and Godot were good for what they were doing in these things. But, you know, if they're going to redo the whole thing and, and maybe like marvelize it with actually like really, really great actors and stuff like that, I'm totally fine with that. I wouldn't consider someone like Momoa a really, really great actor or, you know, some of these other people. So I guess, uh, I guess I, I wouldn't mind them keeping, uh, Margot Rob Robbie. Yeah. I wouldn't mind them keeping the suicide squad that, that, that gun started. And I wouldn't mind them keeping John Cena because he's part of that. Um, and what do I think they'll do? I, I think it's kind of going to be like that. I think they're going to reboot either all of it or much of the Snyderverse stuff and keep the, the gun stuff. Um, and that's how to, how it lay out. And how does that work in terms of like, well, Viola Davis was also very connected to, um, you know, everything. Yeah. Everything because she met Ben Affleck's Batman. She met Superman. Da, 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 da. Who knows? They can figure that out in the multiverse of the flash or whatever. Um, so that's my answer to that. I, my tail end thing of this is like, if you reset all this and you reset it with the flash, which comes out summer 2023 and you do whatever you're going to do with it, fine. Either that's hard reboot or mid reboot, soft reboot, whatever the hell you want to call it. That's cool. But then what do you do with Aquaman two that comes out, uh, in, in December of 2023, unless he's you not Unless he's not being rebooted. Yeah, you either yeah. switch them or he's not being rebooted. I think almost in some ways, if because there's actually in some of these reports too, there was a report that James Wan was already writing Aquaman 3. So um, if Aquaman and Flash don't skip dates, maybe that does mean that uh, Aqu uh, that Momoa won't leave the character. All right. You're going to you're going to zone out for a second, but I want to get a little nerdy on you real quick uh, and bring up the comic books, because oh, no. um, I know, I know, I know the Flash movie at some point was referred to as Flashpoint. Yeah, that is a real comic book story where the Flash went back in time, messed yeah. with uh, the murder of his mom and reset the universe that led yeah. to um, a, a an initiative at D.C. called the New 52 which yep. reset everything. However, there was a caveat there. It wasn't a full reboot. What they did was they reset everything except for some of the stuff that worked, like in the, especially the Batman universe. And so you had some stories continue on, but a lot of it was rejiggered. It was a, it was a bit of a more of a soft reboot in some respects that I think could happen where you keep some of these actors and you let them continue with these characters, but you just kind of do them a little differently. Um, I would liken it to Suicide Squad versus the Suicide Squad. Um, same same characters, different takes. I think you could get away with that with some of the smaller characters. I don't think you can get away with it with somebody like Aquaman, um, who factored in so heavily in Justice League, uh, who was you know, hinted at in BVS. Uh, you definitely can't do that with Wonder Woman. Um, and so I, I I wonder if you you recast the big names and then you keep the the Margot Robbie's the uh, John Cena's the people like that who are obviously in the good graces of Gun but also fan favorites uh, I mean Gun was gonna write and direct Peacemaker season two like you have to assume that he still wants to do that um, yeah. 
but then it, at this point or it's going to be delayed but yeah he was about to do that yeah so um well this was all before he got hired so maybe he had already long gone you know said that's just gonna have to wait but um yeah i i personally i only want um some of the suicide squad to survive uh i would be cool with viola davis serving that amanda waller role i think it's a she's great in the role um get rid of black adam obviously get rid of uh you know superman as you're gonna do and and uh aquaman i think the i think you have to switch the dates <laughs> i do i think you need to to push aquaman forward and delay the flash and then after flash keep blue beetle and maybe just you know i we don't know how much that was going to be attached to the current dceu so they're maybe blue yeah right now they're calling blue beetle like something like uh i forget the term but it's like like a zero incident kind of thing like it's not attached to anything so if it sucks they can easily scrap it and if it's a hit they can easily keep they can adopt it. it yeah yeah so it, 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 right now it's a it's rumored to be like this kind of like a freestanding thing that's totally fine it doesn't matter if it it doesn't uh, if it if it if it works great if it doesn't no no problem kind of thing so uh i want to i want to ask you uh kind of the elephant in the room um well a couple things uh but first the batman uh there was a report going around that john james john gunn james gunn wanted to incorporate um matt reeves the batman and his version of gotham into the dcu james gunn quickly refuted that and said that's entirely untrue um so did matt reeves so did matt reeves what are they going to do <laughs> in relaunching the dcu without batman or do they have a batman well um there it's clear that they're going to let matt reeves continue doing his own thing right and so uh as much as they want to make a cohesive universe that's always going to exist out there it's clear that they're letting todd phillips go forward with his thing and he's already doing a joke or two that's scheduled for 2024 that's so, filming uh, now so yeah so 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 those two are still going forward and maybe there's a third in the in the iteration or todd phillips does something else but it's already been rumored a lot that they like todd phillips so he could continue doing something um so those things are going to exist and then in terms of batman well, well, first of all, I was not at all shocked when James Gunn uh, and Matt Reeves said, no, that's not true, that Robert Pattinson's Batman will not be part of the DCU. Now they're going to have to have a Batman. Well, they kind of do have a Batman. They have Michael Keaton who shows up in The Flash. Um, but now that everything's up in the air, we just don't really know what's going on. Um, and they do have a Batman in Ben Affleck who shows up in The Flash and then is gone um, in the movie and then hands over. Who to... supposedly shows up in Aquaman too, by the way. Right, which has apparently been changed or maybe not been changed and blah, 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 blah. There's a whole lot of like, it's like not, none of this stuff you can really trust anymore because you don't know how they're going to handle it. Um, but in theory, they do have a Batman in uh, uh, um, Michael Keaton and reports are out there that a Batman Beyond film written by Christina Hodson, who wrote, help me out who what she wrote. She wrote Birds The Flash. Of Birds of Prey, The Flash, and what else? Uh, I don't think she wrote The Flash. She wrote Batgirl, uh, oh, or a version she, of Batgirl, and then wrote uh, Birds of Prey. Right, but she's kind of like, uh, and I think she was maybe- And she wrote Bumblebee. And she was working and developing, I think, on on uh, um, a um, Black Canary uh, thing, I yeah. think. We yeah. talked about that. Um, anyhow, she's sort of DC's go-to screenwriter right now. And um, there was talk that she was writing a Batman Beyond film. 
And then the, the, the reports came out that, that that film was scrapped, which made everyone think, okay, they're not going ahead with Michael Keaton as Batman. But I think the actuality in the, some of the trade reports were that she was just told to, look, Gunn and Saffron have not delivered their plan. So pencils down for now, put that away. Don't waste any more time or money and just let that sit until we can figure out the plan. So, um, I mean, it really depends on what they decide, but you could have, you could still go forward with that, you know? Here's my problem though, right? Do you want a young Superman and an old Batman? (laughs) That's just like, they, I don't know. I just, I feel like, again, you're writing yourself into a dead end with that. the, 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 The various dilemmas of, of this stuff. Yes. And yeah, maybe that will all get solved in in uh, the Flash, whereas Michael Keaton shows up, but then by the end he's gone again or whatever. Who knows? Um, we do know that yeah, James Gunn wants to do a younger Superman, and that has to work with what we have now. But at the same time, again, like as we said, there's this multiverse thing, and right, like, you know, they can kind of rejiggered how they want and all of a sudden they have young superman standing next to same jason momoa and their buds or whatever and they know each other or they don't know each other. who knows like none of that stuff makes a lick of sense but it doesn't really need to in the multiverse so i guess it just depends on what gun decides and we still don't really know like you know i i think everybody's like really pointing on to full-on reboot but like, there's a lot of questions about whether that's true or not, because again, like you said, Aquaman two comes out after the flash. And if they don't change the dates, does not suggest that, that, that Momoa is not leaving, which wouldn't be full reboot. And if they keep Michael Keaton from the flash, then they're not necessarily rebooting everything that they're introducing. And they've also got Supergirl in that movie too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and Henry Cavill was apparently supposed to show up in that movie at the end and had shot some cameos for it. And apparently now those are cut because he's officially gone. So they don't need them. Yeah. I I just wonder if you do it as a half measure, right? Like if you do this, this uh, flash events where you re, you know, reshuffle everything and some of it's new, some of it's old. If a half measure is really what you need right now. I just, I don't know because in speaking with people who aren't, like super fan uh, fanboys of DC in the films, you have a lot of people with the general consensus that DC movies suck. That's not me saying it. That's just a lot of people who have been burned by previous DC movies automatically think Marvel is good. DC is not as good. And I think combating that sort of stigma, you have to, you have to kind of do it fresh and new and and prove that this is not the same old, same old. And uh, yeah, when it comes to Batman, I'm a little concerned. I don't think it's possible to integrate Matt Reeves, the Batman, without pissing off Matt Reeves and pissing off Robert Pattinson, because that would have, in essence, you know, they would have been sold a bill of, bill of goods and, you know, then you change it mid mid deal and, and that's not fair to them and their vision. Um, so I, I just don't know if maybe you just don't have a Batman for the time being. Let Reeves finish his thing out and then, you know, quickly reboot him uh in six years ish you know whenever it is um i don't know uh but i it, it, i i don't think michael keaton's the answer i don't think ben affleck's the answer even though uh there's the the james gunn saying that he met with ben affleck to direct things um again i don't know how much of that is him being diplomatic saying he wants to work with everybody and keep them on board um yeah that a lot of that like he met with ben affleck and 
that you know he could give Cavill another job. He could give he could give all these people like new positions. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Yeah. It, it it's kind of one of those gestures. Is like, well, you know, <laughs> we're not demoting you. You can stick around, but you just can't be Superman anymore. And that's just like nobody's gonna buy into that. Yeah, and and I don't know. I mean, sure. I'm, yeah, he probably met with Ben Affleck, but like, I I I you know does. Uh, does Ben Affleck really want to direct DC films? I know he did at one point and he was going to direct the Batman. Right. He was going to star in. And then, you know, all that became too much for him and decided to, to peace out on it. Um, I don't know. I'm slightly skeptical about that too. I feel like Ben Affleck has, uh, I, I just a side tangent. Has anyone screwed up their career? And any bigger than Ben Affleck, who was like an Academy Award winning director <laughs> and just could not could not miss just shooting threes after threes. Argo, uh, you know, Gone Baby Gone, the, the Town, all these movies just uh, like Argo wins all these awards. He's just everything he does is like a, a, a great drama. And then he decides to do Batman and blows up his career. Yeah. And, and then in doing that, he blows up. He ends up getting becoming an alcoholic again blowing up his marriage blah 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 it's like and, and now he just like now he's going back to his directing career he's he's uh uh he's directing a a movie with matt damon about nike um yeah. and it's a regular drama uh and i feel like that's his bread and butter and i think he's really good at that and i don't want to tell the guy like stay in your lane or anything do whatever the hell you want but like why would you want to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see him making like, like showing up in the flash. That's a fun little cameo. He's not asked to carry a movie and you know, he can have fun with it. And that, that I think is his reason for coming back for that. But like, after going through all this Snyderverse stuff, after going through the justice league fiasco, there's I I'm honestly surprised that Momoa Cavill and Godot wanted to come back after all that. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what, what's interesting to me with what Gunn said recently after he dropped the news about the writing of Superman movie and Henry Cavill not being involved and all this is he said that he was going to introduce more of their plan early next year. So early 2023. And that to me is, is kind of crazy to, to promise that because people like, what are they going to do? Are they going to unveil a slate? Are they just, obviously we live in a world where, we're going to know about these movies before they're announced. So you kind of got to get it in front of the ball a little bit, but um, I don't know if, if that, like we were talking about, if by March he's saying like, here's what we're doing. It's going to be a Batman or I'm sorry, it's going to be a Superman movie, a green lantern movie and like a Nightwing TV show or whatever he says. <laughs> like what is, what good does that do? <laughs> I don't know. Do you do you have any thoughts about like the idea of him unveiling stuff early 2023? I mean, I don't know. Like no matter what he does anyhow, none of it's going to appear on screen until like maybe 2025 unless they like really really fast track things. You know what I mean? Like if you're writing that Superman film, you got to you, you, you know, he's writing it now, then he's got to cast it, put it together, da 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 like probably the earliest that that could happen also if he's going to direct it it's i mean he's in for a bit of a I, I equate it to this for like me like i run the playlist and i can't i don't really have time to write you know <laughs> it's it's a it's a thing and when you become in management that happens to everybody and you're a bit of a rude awakening if you think that you can run this big thing and be management and being in all these meetings and make all these decisions and also direct so 
I don't know. I he can announce everything he wants, but I, I'm very possible that we may not see any of that stuff until 2025. And what's worse is that um, because of the nature of all this stuff and things get killed or don't get killed or whatever, we may not have another DC film in in 2024 other than Joker. They may have one film that year. Yeah. Whereas they, whereas and... they have four films in 2023, unless something gets delayed again. Um, right now they they may only have one because it, unless this stuff gets like, you know, fast tracked, you know, and, and, and I don't know if, if, if I'm gun and I want to put stuff into the pipeline, I get, I'm, I'm green lighting things that don't involve me as also as the director, I'm trying to get everything going. And, and if he's writing the Superman film, very much think about handing it off. You know what I mean? I, I really yeah. think that that's the way to go. Um, but there's also that desire, man, that that idea, like if I'm going to run things, I can I can give them the template, you know, I can say, here's how to do it. That's a really attractive proposition. Also, being the guy to write a good Superman movie there, you could argue there hasn't been a good Superman movie in decades. Um, if you discount Man of Steel and, and obviously the Superman sequels are they, they ended pretty badly. So, you know, you're going back to Donner. And <laughs> uh, that's that's if James Gunn wants to be the guy, that's a way to be the guy. So I want to uh, I want to end this by kind of asking you uh, where you think we will be at the end of 2023, because we've got these movies coming out. We we know these movies are coming out there. Well, we think they are. You can never say for certain with Zasloff, but we think these movies are coming out. Do you yeah, think I had someone saying that they're going to write off all these movies like they did with Batgirl? And I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, the only one I think that the, that has to be an uh, an asterisk next to it might be Aquaman. I could I could but, see them already talks about. I feel like every one of these stories is sort of like hinting and paving the road for possible things like because they were already talking about that the Aquaman's budget is ballooned or whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's some good groundwork for a for a quick uh, a quick and painless death. So, I I, I want to know where do you think that in eight months, me and you are going to reconvene, <laughs> and we're going to have to talk about the latest drama, or do you think that this is just kind of step one in a in a uh, a tough and perhaps a little bit painful transition? Good question. But you know what's interesting about all this is it makes me think that like the sad part of this all is it like the business end of it, the drama of it all is much more interesting to me than the films themselves that I don't <laughs> sadly, and I don't want to be a jerk, but I don't, I just don't really care that much. Um, it's, it's for me, this is in, like the reason I wanted to talk tonight was because it's to me is like hugely unprecedented, probably the biggest uh, like shift and kind of chaotic implosion or explosion in, in the history of well, if it goes full reboot, anyhow, in the history of franchises, we've, we've, I mean, I would say right now, probably the, the amazing Spider-Man two, like that, that one with Andrew Garfield, all of a sudden switching on that is probably the biggest um, right. since then, or, or, or still the biggest, but if they go through with this, this will be the biggest kind of <clears throat> like, you know, like DC's, you know, if you're doing the biggest news stories of the year, yeah, the deep turmoil is right up there, right? Yeah. I would say uh, Superman killed. Like this is this has been a big drama, and that's where the interest lies for me. So, but the films themselves, I mean, I guess if they're good, but like, I don't know. 
Yeah, I would I would offer up uh, the Dark Universe as another implosion of epic proportions, um, but that oh, one, yeah. that, well, that one, one, yes, but that one didn't even get a chance to get started and got killed after one film. The difference in all these is that there's been how many DC films now yeah. since Man of Steel, yeah, and, and they've grossed collectively how many billions, like over three or four or something collectively. Like you've got Aquaman that made a billion, you've got Joker that made a billion. Like this is like still Wonder altogether. Woman almost made a billion. Right. This is like this is a big, big deal. Like yeah. in terms of this, like gotta be t- like 10, 11 films now. You just had black black atoms who can't even gross 400 million. <laughs> Poor the rock. Tangent, tangent. Someone cooked the books and told deadline to write <laughs> black Adam made money. <laughs> no, didn't bullshit. Uh, like I like I said on our our last podcast when we were talking about uh, the the superhero year interview as far as the movies go, uh, I it's it's if it's super embarrassing for Henry Cavill to publicly get fired in the way he got fired and you feel for him, but there's something that's even more embarrassing about The Rock trying to salvage any sort of silver lining to the Black Adam. Yeah, it's it's almost like. It's almost akin to like if there would be Snyderverse fans tonight being like, this is good for the Snyderverse because and coming <laughs> up with some like ridiculous idea of like why this is still going to be positive or, you know, I've heard of art all kinds of in, in my, you know, 30,000 likes tweet and all the insane amount of responses. Some of the responses have been like, well, they can just like, you know, I think this is going to go going to go be handled so poorly that they're going to hire him back. Or um, I think uh, Henry Cavill is definitely going to go back to The Witcher, and and it's like, oh boy, like. Well, they already they already shut that down. Did you see that? I did. I did see the report in Variety that I would like to call. Uh, what what did I call it? I re- called it like I quit, so I'm not coming back to this job. A little novella by Variety. <laughs> <laughs> but th- thanks for writing that, guys. I I, I definitely needed to know that I, that the guy who quit the job is not coming back to the job. Thank right. you. Very much. I wouldn't have known that otherwise. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> I'm talking a lot of shit tonight, but I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like Jesus, guys, come on. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know where we are with all this, but um, no, I'm just gonna. I was I was asking you if if you think that we'll be here in a year talking about the latest drama and you know n- new people running the show or or what have you. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I probably, I mean, we'll probably need to, I mean, depending on what other major decisions happen and what gets blown up in terms of like, you know, maybe who knows, it's very possible because we don't really know how this stuff's going to play out. I think a lot of people think of is, is some sort of kind of reboot. It's just the matter of the extent of it. Um, and I've heard from the same people who told me that all this was stuff was happening, I've heard that some of it, but it's it's contradicting. But you know, people are saying full reboot, full reboot. Some other people are saying like soft reboot with some elements. And but I, you know, I don't think anyone really knows for sure. No, there are there are probably three or four people who know for sure, <laughs> and they're not talking right now. Um, I will say that I think, and this might be a hot take. I think this is the last shot that the DC connected DC universe has on film. I think if this fails. If if what James Gunn and, and Peter Safran are, are cooking up, if it doesn't work, somebody like David Zasloff is going to be like, "Sorry guys, this just isn't cutting it. We're going to have to figure something out." And yeah, who let's knows? Let's sell off. Let, 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 let's yeah. sell off. Yeah, 
let's sell off this entire franchise to I don't know Paramount or Universal or whatever. We're going to sell Apple or yeah, 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 something like that. However, and and while I think yes, that could be a possibility, you're not going to know. Okay, so let's say none of these films happen until 2025. You're not going to get like big end results of like, is this working or not till like 2027, 2028. Like you're if even if that were to happen, it's going to be years until we're like, you know. Well, I, I'm a little more bullish on this Superman project. I think uh, I think Gunn's going to get this in front of cameras before the end of the year. That's my thought. Um and and I think that we could be take another year to come out after that. Well, I think we could see it in late 2024. Um, oh, that reminds me before we go that J.J. Abrams, Ta-Nehisi Coates thing. That's dead, right? Like they're not saying it's dead, but come on. Well, two two things on that. The, the, Ta-Nehisi Coates was going to write a black Superman film for J.J. Uh, Abrams bat bad robot uh, production. So let's just like remind audience yeah yeah sorry some context thank you listener to to what that is and so are they just mentioning that to mention it i don't know because on one hand one would assume that everything is dead at bad robot because it's already been reported that most of it is right (laughs) i mean he can't uh, zasloff canceled it yeah uh, well that 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 200 million dollar tv show that he was working on um that was like going in front of cameras is is no longer yeah, there's, there's, although I think it's getting sold off to something else because I think it was actually made. Oh, um, was it? Okay. Or, or, or he's still trying to shop it around or something. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly, but, but in, in short, a lot of bad robot stuff has been killed. So there's two ways to look at it. They're being polite about it and it's going to get killed. Or there's a reason that it's, it's been mentioned as still in active development because Gunn and Saffron have actually read the treatment and go, hmm, that's maybe not so bad. Let's keep developing that. Let's keep working on that. And maybe that could be like another, outside joker outside matt reeves batman kind of thing i don't know like who knows but there's also uh val zod which was something that that um uh, michael, michael b jordan, jordan was yeah, developing yeah. which is a, a separate superman thing i mean yes my instincts are, are to say that all that stuff is definitely not going to happen but who knows i mean this week is really um really tested my like <laughs> my my I'm normally very skeptical about all this stuff. I'm always like, I, you know, I heard it all before, like two weeks before it happened. I was like, none of this is going to be true. Yeah. I <laughs> just remember. Be true, so I don't know. I remember Mike D'Angelo sent me uh Henry Cavill statement and I'm like, well, that's a Photoshop. <laughs> I'm like, that didn't happen. And then, you know, I'm trying to explain it to my wife. My wife's eyes are glazing over. I'm like, this is huge. She's like, I don't care. But yeah, I, I I am shocked beyond belief that this actually is a conversation we have to have. Um, I I hope it works out for the best for everybody involved. Henry Cavill seems like a nice guy. It really is heartbreaking. I think if if uh, people haven't, they should go watch because it's on uh, YouTube. The Happy Sad Confused uh, live show with Henry Cavill. I'm laughing because it's so heartbreaking um, where he's talking about how much he loves Superman and wants to do right by the fans. And in retrospect, it's just like, Oh, like knife to the heart, but you know, everything will, will work out for him. He's a handsome qualified actor who will not struggle to find a job, but uh, it just seems like well, someone's a- head should roll for this. Like, this, yeah, this, yeah. What happens to this is really fucked. And, and I don't know. I mean, I, maybe he can't blame his managers who like quickly forced him into 
uh, uh, Black Adam on the behest of Dwayne Johnson, who's also the same manager. Hall. I don't know. Like that's, that's isn't the isn't thing. the manager his wife? The not manager, not Henry Cavill, but uh, the Rock. Dwayne Johnson's ex-wife is his manager yeah. and is also Henry Cavill's manager. They are the ones who rushed to put him into Black Adam, and that failed. Um, and and failed to make. I don't know. It's unfair to put that on Cavill because it's no. a Black Adam movie, but. And maybe James Gunn, maybe if it had done great, James Gunn would have decided against it regardless. Um, but none of that turned out well. And if I were him, um, I don't know, I might be looking for some kind of heads to roll. Like, yeah. I'd be pissed. I'd also be very, very pissed if I if I were him. I'd be incredibly pissed with uh, Abdi and DeLuca, who were the ones that were like, yeah, go ahead and, and announce your intentions to return to Superman because you're back now. And then only for, <laughs> for them to, I mean, I guess that's their sort of, they might even go, well, like, look, our hands were tied because Zaslav hired James Gunn and we didn't know James Gunn was going to. Oh, to be a fly on the wall. But yeah, I bet you they're pissed too and upset because none of this stuff makes them look good. It's all no. kind of a mess. It is. And, and, you know, I, I won't say, uh, names, but me and you have, have spoken with people who have who have reveled in this sort of drama because, like you said, it's kind of the the most interesting aspect for a lot of people is this idea that for some reason Warner Brothers cannot get the DC universe to work. And yeah, it's 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 fascinating. Um, one more thing about the Cavill though is one person who is probably uh, doing the big "I told you so" dance is Walter Hamada who uh, the report said uh, that Walter Hamada was the big person saying Cavill should not show up in Black Adam and was like actively blocking it. And The Rock went around Hamada to like, you know, the other people to get it approved. And he's probably just like, ah, he's he's probably definitely at this moment watching all this mess go down and being no longer part of it is is doing the the uh, the Kermit the Frog drink the tea meme like like, all right this is your fucking mess to deal with guys like and and you know now you've humiliated Henry Cavill and this looks bad for Abdi and DeLuca and like yeah yikes you know it's not my problem anymore yeah all right well on that note um walter Hamada, if you're listening congratulations um (laughs) yeah you did the he smelled smoke and ran um so good for you uh but yeah we will uh we'll we'll end it there um we are going to into 2023 with perhaps way more questions about the dc universe than we we knew we were going to have um hopefully we get answers as far as some sort of direction soon will those answers satisfy people or piss them off probably both and yeah um so thanks for uh doing our biannual emergency dc podcast where we uh we try to make make sense of the mess thanks for tuning into like the thing that we maybe like the least but we talk about the most like (laughs) like uh, you know, I we could we could have podcasts about all these other things, but somehow we always end up talking about DC, which we don't. <laughs> I don't know. No. We're, we're okay, I suppose at best. But like, I didn't even watch Black Adam. Like, I, I yeah, like this is uh, not a franchise I'm particularly invested in. But uh, yeah, I'll it's have just... to say like no comment there for now. <laughs> all right, Rodrigo, thank you for talking, and we'll uh, hopefully next time we talk about this, it'll be much happier news. Yeah. Thank you.